welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. do it we're recording (laughs) this podcast is brought to you by adderall and coffee hey (laughs) adderall and lemonade otherwise known as meth and mountain dew Ooh, no 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 okay Ooh, i mean you're not wrong but I'm just saying, like, let's let's elevate ourselves a little bit, shall okay. we? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> trying to. Let's elevate ourselves. <laughs> wow. I know. I don't I don't know. Are you uh, okay, Bestie? So nope. Not at all. <laughs> so what do you got going, Shan? I mean, um really not much. Like my kid plays sports a lot. We do that. Mm-hmm. Um, my real estate brokerage sent me a beautiful bouquet of flowers the other day. How sweet. Because I've been with them for three years. Dang. It doesn't fill a day over two and a half. Right. You know? I could see that. But they sent me this bouquet through the mail, and it was like setting on my porch, and it said, fresh flowers open ASAP, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I open it up, and it's probably the most beautiful bouquet of flowers that I've ever seen in my life. No way. Like, it has all of the shit that I like in it. It had peonies in it. It had hydrangeas in it. It had a couple of really gorgeous roses and some snapdragons. Like, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was like, I can't remember what the name of the company was, but it was like fresh delivery or something like that fresh flowers no that i the name of the company was like fresh delivery or something like that okay i don't remember what it was called i'll look it up it was really cute though that's cool setting on my table in my house oh i was like this is probably legitimately a hundred dollar plus bouquet oh probably that's really pretty no doubt i'm sure it was really nice that's awesome yeah congrats on your three years as a real estate agent shan i mean just out there making deals and doing stuff. You literally joined at the p- most appropriate time to become a real estate agent. Yeah, I don't know what a market looks like if it's not a disaster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Which is fine. Yeah, I'm sure. You might never find out. I but hope maybe, not. Maybe you will. I'm just here to help people and make deals. That's all I'm doing. Hit Shan up if you need a new home or if you want to sell yours. (laughs) But only if you're not crazy. Yeah, don't be bringing the crazy. I can't be doing all that. Mm -mm. All right. Anything else? We got any pod news? Any? No. I don't either. I don't. It's sad. We need to get our shit together. One of these days. 
Do you realize we say that at like once a month, like one episode a month? We're saying we need we to get really our shit together. We need to get our shit together. We have yet to get our shit together. <laughs> it might never happen. I feel like our um, 13 listeners are like, okay, I'm over them getting their shit together at this point. Yeah, at some point, I've been trying to get my shit together since I was like 17, and it just hasn't happened yet. So I, I'm still mildly optimistic that it'll happen at some point, but... I'm not, like, invested in it happening. Yeah. I mean, better late than never <laughs> is my motto at this point. <laughs> yeah. Super late. But it could be a week before I kick the bucket. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Anywho's. Okay. Well, are we um, ready to maybe talk some... Um, True crime or... Yeah. True crime Tuesday. That's what we're here for. True crime Tuesdays. So let me get my notes in order here. Hold on, please. Hold, please. Okay. Okay. I think I... You okay, bestie? No. All right. I don't know how you do this whole producing of the podcast (laughs) because I'm a nervous wreck. I want to make sure I have my notes up and still able to see... At any given time, I have two different laptops on my desk at home. I have three screens. Mm -hmm. And I'm just over here. Wicca, wicca, what? Wicca, who? Wicca, what? Like a DJ with two different turntables. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that should be the next creative outlet you try. No, I'm not doing all that. No. Mm. Okay, fine. Nah, not the one. Fine. It's fine. All right, well... Let's let's discuss um, the murder of Jamie Adams and her unborn child. Mm-mm. Okay, you mm. you will know this once I start talking about it. Does the name ring a bell at all? It sounds familiar, but I am I also immediately don't like the subject. Yeah, like trigger warning. There's not. It doesn't go into detail. Concerning the unborn child, so, but it is a child, unborn child was lost um, at the time of her murder. Just a trigger warning if you're, if you're not really ready to listen to that, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff I got from News 9, the Oklahoman. Um, all oh, the old faves. All the old faves, the Oklahoma State Court Network, OSCN. Got it now, because it's now my favorite place to be. Dude, Here's all I'm telling you, and I'm not saying that I do this a lot, but like I do it a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're not constantly looking people up on OSCN, I don't really know what you do as a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Are you just out there like living your life? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Any woman in the dating pool, mm-hmm. OSCN should needs be, to be your best friend. Uh huh. Should be. Um, Mm-hmm. Should be on your favorites toolbar. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Just saying it has all, every county in Oklahoma, every court mm-hmm. hearing, trial, uh, anything filed within the courts, mm-hmm. any court record. That's what I was coming. Any yep. court record. Yep. Will be in the OSCN. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. If there is something, 
Red flag, girls. It's a red flag. Okay, that's not fair because there are also traffic tickets on there. He speeds. Do you want I somebody that's in speed, bro? Like, let's not harsh anybody's vibe over speedy. <laughs> Okay. I'm still incredibly insurable. But like if there's an attempted murder, domestic violence, anything like that, mm-hmm. that red flags. If there is a VPO against another human being. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. Super red flag. Here we go. So December 10th, 2011, a man would call 911 stating his wife was missing, but that he had found her abandoned car at a Midwest City McDonald's parking lot. All right. Okay. When police arrived, they would find Justin Dwayne Adams next to his wife's abandoned minivan, stating that his wife, whose name was Jamie Adams, had met a friend for dinner the night before but never came home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so police would impound the van for an initial investigation right mm-hmm. they would return the van not long after impounding it they while it was impounded they did swabbings um they took soil samples from the van also took the insurance verification and some medical papers that were inside the van Jamie Adams at the time was 25 years old, and her and Justin were f- were pretty, I mean, fairly newlyweds. They had just been married earlier that year. In 2011. And also another thing that's on the Oklahoma State Court documents. Did you know that? Yeah. Marriage, and divorce. Yep. Yeah. Those are on there, too. Mm-hmm. So if he's married, ladies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. It's my favorite. So, and at this time of her disappearance, like I stated, kind of in the title, she was pregnant. She was about eight weeks pregnant. So oh, she's, just she's re- only eight weeks along. Mm-hmm. So okay. just recently pregnant. pregnant. Mm-hmm. Within a few days, feeling guilty, whatever you want to call it, Justin would go to the police station to let them know he was not completely honest the first time he had talked with the officers and stated that Jamie had been meeting men she met through through Craigslist to exchange money for sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does any of this ring a bell yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After this, you know, whole, oh, hey, by the way, I wasn't really telling the truth and kind of feeling the pressure now like, oh, shit, what did I just, you know... So was he saying that he was, like, retracting his statement that she had went to dinner with a friend? Yes. And really, she was out uh, exchanging money for sex, doing sex work. Correct. At the time. Correct. That he said she was at dinner with a friend. That is And correct. then went missing shortly after. That is correct. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, within a couple of weeks of this, like confessing of the whole craigslist sex work he would um end up hiring an attorney which everyone has right if something if something bad in your relationship like this happens it's okay to hire an attorney like don't 
I feel like sometimes it's made very um, like a bad thing to get an attorney when something happens to your significant other in a questionable way. Make sense? Yeah, that okay. some people take it as a, an admission of guilt. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. Like, don't be afraid. Yeah, it's of your what, right to hire an attorney. Yeah, don't be afraid of what other people are going to think because they're going to think it anyways. Frankly, I'm Hi. very pro, like, if you ever get called into a police station, you take an attorney with you. Yeah, no matter what. It doesn't matter what it's for. Because that attorney is well-versed and educated on the type of questions police officers and investigators are able, should be asking you. Yeah, and they can advise you of your rights. Correct. Whether you can or cannot respond right. to the questions. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean... In their line of work, they have questions that are meant to trip you up. Yeah. Um, So is that why this guy hired an attorney is because he was being questioned a whole lot about her disappearance and he just didn't feel comfortable doing it himself anymore? Correct. He just didn't. One day he wasn't like, well, I've hired an attorney. Right. No, he was feeling a lot of pressure from the investigators, Mm -hmm. um, mainly because he was the one that found her van Mm -hmm. Um. And initially lied about where she had been, mm-hmm. what she'd been doing, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So he was like, oh, I pro- should probably go ahead and get this attorney. Okay. Because they were very much not um, quiet about They him. weren't hiding the fact that he was the prime suspect. Correct. Yeah. That's Which, fair. So he's the husband. the husband. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not judging no, it. No, same, same. So a few weeks later, January 3rd, his defense attorney, Irvin Box, which I don't know if mm, any of you watch. He's a very famous mm-hmm. defense attorney here in Oklahoma. Yeah, he's on news a lot as a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a like a legal analyst yes. type person. Yeah. He's a very prominent defense attorney here in Oklahoma. Yes. And he's pretty good at it, too. Mm-hmm. States... He is being treated as a suspect in her disappearance. His mom, Justin's mom, is also being treated as a suspect. And we'll get into that here in just a second. Interesting. Right. Okay. Well, just four days later. Okay, so she disappeared. He called 911 on December 11th. Okay. She disappeared the night before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Around January 3rd is when he got his defense attorney, Irvin Box. Okay. Okay. On January 4th, excuse me, January 7th, so four days later, bikers on a dirt bike trail near Lake Stanley Draper would discover Jamie's body. Mm-hmm. Jamie was only wearing her coat and I think a shirt. It's real vague on what she wore Mm -hmm. some report anyway autopsies would show that jamie had suffered and this is where it got confusing to me because the media coverage over different media outlets whatever some said 18 stab wounds another said 29 one said 27 Mm. she endured a lot of stab wounds Mm mm-hmm on her um, head and neck, and her jaw would be broken in three places. Damn. Right? Mm-hmm. So she... She went through hell. She did. She went She went through hell. 
Within days of the discovery of Jamie's body, Justin, like I said, as well as his mother, Tina Clark, were then told they were suspects in Jamie's murder. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Search warrants were issued for the van, which they had already had at one time, Mm -hmm. as well as Tina Clark's pickup. The investigators believed that Tina's pickup had been used in the transport of Jamie's body. Mm -hmm. All right. On the 27th of January, Justin would be arrested for the murder of his wife and unborn child and charged with first degree murder. And he was to be held with bond with the pre, uh, like the prelim trial to start in October. So we're January and it's going to start preliminary trials in October. Mm-hmm. So did they they charged him with first degree murder for Jamie's death. They didn't charge him with a murder charge for the cuz she was only 8 weeks along, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. While in custody, Justin would tell investigators that Jamie left the evening of the evening of December 9th and when she didn't return home on the 10th he called his mom who lived next door and the two left together in Tina's pickup truck to go look for Jamie while looking is when they found her van so it was December 10th did i say 11th at the start no, you originally said she went missing December the 10th. Yes. So she... But he, really, it was the 9th. Yeah. So he called 911 on the 10th. Okay. And she had the night before had what he initially said went with a friend. Okay. Once they found the van is when they would um, call the police, right? And that that whole scenario played out. He would then go on to say that not only was Jamie soliciting men for sex via Craigslist, but they were swingers and they both would solicit men for sex on Craigslist. And that he helped Jamie advertise on Craigslist as a sex worker to help pay the bills. With one of the Craigslist posts reading, and I quote, this is from Craigslist, I'm letting... I am letting any willing man come and have his way with my wife with a little compensation uh, for us to help with our holiday funding. Mm-hmm. So he was involved in this, um, in her sex work in some sort of way. Yeah. So how did he not know where she was? Right. What was the story with that? Because... The way that I understand it, especially when you have women that are participating in in sex work, and if they're participating in sex work that isn't necessarily funding a drug habit or anything else, it's it's pretty voluntary, right? They have some, like, safety rules around what they'll do. They'll always go to the same hotel, or they always go to the same location Mm -hmm. and that's so that their loved ones essentially know where they are where someone knows where they are right right so 
what's his story about how he didn't know where she was? There, there was no story. Nothing is ever brought up as to why he didn't know where she had gone. He just was insinuating that she had made these arrangements to perform sex acts for money somewhere. Correct. And he just let her go out into the world and figure it out. Yeah. His beloved wife. The mm-hmm. the only okay. thing he knew is that they were meeting in this Midwest City McDonald's parking lot. And that's it. That's nonsense. Mm-hmm. That is absolute nonsense. I mean, I thought so, too. Because, yeah, that's nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Well... Justin's mother would go on to say in an interview that Jamie used Craigslist from time to time to support herself and her children long before my son came along. Okay. And? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. What's your point? Yeah. Ma'am. She's just trying to deflect her son. Away from her precious angel. Right. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but that's not helpful. I know. But, I mean, it paints the picture, right? They're trying to paint a picture. Well, yeah, but, like, he already said that she was doing these things. It's not... Maybe she just needed her five minutes. Shit, I don't know. Mm. Just thinking it would help make her son look better. Okay. She no. failed, but it's fine. Her son was willingly participating in sex acts with men as well. Yeah. He, like, stated that. That's not... Which, like, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't really care, but I... If I was a cop, I would be asking, so you just let your wife go meet up with men in a McDonald's parking lot, and you don't know where she's headed? Mm-hmm. And you don't know who she's meeting up with? You don't have any of that information at all? Right. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, so in another interview, attorney Irvin Box would state that his client's family had been in great financial need, and that motivated Jamie to, and this is a term he used, I'm just repeating what was in the newspaper, we know better now, but that the financial need motivated Jamie Adams to prostitute herself on Craigslist as a way to to support her family. Yeah. He would further state that Jamie had made appointments with three men that night and that she had, in fact, met with all three. Although one of those men would state he did not have sex with Jamie, that he only talked to her on the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean... Okay. Right. Sure. So, at this point, Justin has been arrested. He's been arrested, charged with first-degree murder, right? And they have evidence that she was conversating with at least three men from Craigslist that she was to meet up with. Correct. On that night. Correct. And I assume that all of them said, we met, or we talked on the phone, or whatever. I paid her. We moved on with our lives. Correct. She was still alive when I left her yes. or whatever. Right. And I assume that the police were able to substantiate that in some way. In some way. Okay. Okay. Well, in April, so he was arrested in January. In April, in a really crazy turn of events, 
Justin's charges would be reduced to first-degree manslaughter for aiding and abetting Jamie Adams in engaging in acts of prostitution. And another man by the name of Joseph Sear. It's C-Y-R. I don't know if that's right. Okay. Yeah. Just a real stellar human being would be charged, arrested and charged for the murder of Jamie and her unborn child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joseph Sear had just kind of a laundry list of um, arrests, mm-hmm. had some protective orders against him. One woman would take him to court for paternity and just just a slawed little duck. But his DNA would be found on Jamie. He was the one that said he did not meet with Jamie that night, that he just talked to her on the phone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So investigators surmised that Jamie and Sear met at the McDonald's in Midwest City, and Jamie got into his truck to go to a second location for sex. Mm. All right? He was arrested Within days, a pretrial would begin for him in 2013. However, through all sorts of whatever weird judicial things going on, legal gymnastics, uh huh, mm-hmm. his actual jury trial did not start until October 2016. And there's nothing. Five years. 2013. He went to trial in 2013. Okay. He was arrested in 2013, Mm -hmm. and he didn't go to trial until 2016? Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Right. So, Justin had been in prison this whole time, from the time he was arrested in 2012. Mm -hmm. So, January of 2012 until April of 2013... He's still he's still setting in ju- waiting trial. Yeah. Yeah. All of those little hula hoops jump through there too. Yeah. During his trial, the jury would visit the location where her body was found. Mm-hmm. Is this something that's normal for for juries to do? It Especially just, in It just depends on the trial. Okay. It I think it's sometimes important if the location that the body is founded is like a vast open space. It's hard for people to imagine large areas like that. Okay. And it was probably important for them to illustrate how someone could bring someone there, how they could, I'm assuming they're saying she was murdered at that location, Mm -hmm. how they could bring someone there murder her and no one would hear right you know there wasn't anyone that heard the commotion right so they probably illustrated like where they think the person drove in at how they think it went down and then where the body was eventually found or either that or because they took the cars they remember they took the van they took tina's pickup truck thinking it had at one point um transported her body Mm -hmm. so maybe it was just so that a vehicle could get back up in there to take a body i don't know but they did visit it 
Okay. They did visit the the crime scene or where her body was. They would also hear testimony from witnesses stating Seer wanted to impregnate women against their wishes. Gross. Right? What the prosecutors were trying to do was paint this picture that maybe Seer and Jamie probably got into a fight when Seer didn't want to wear protection. Right? So this is kind of... Or if she told him he she was already pregnant. True. Just threw him into a rage type I mean, of situation. Yeah. Justin would also testify at Sears' trial. And he testified that he and Jamie had discussed Jamie stopping the sex work in part because she was two months pregnant with their child. In part. And that that night that she disappeared was going to be her last night working as a sex worker. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, interesting, but okay. I felt like that was convenient. When um, Sear was initially interviewed, he stated that he never met with Jamie. Remember that he had only talked to her on the phone. Well, the defense would argue that Sear was just scared to be caught meeting up with um, what they said, a prostitute, Mm -hmm. stating, and I quote, it's lying to people about meeting up with prostitutes common. Maybe he's scared. He knows he had sex with her. So basically, like, the dude was scared. Like, what do you, what would you do if somebody... Yeah, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's still a crime, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what the defense was using, like... He didn't want to get caught meeting with a sex worker. You know, he was just wrong place at the wrong time type of, you know what I mean? But they had his DNA on her body. I know. So. I know. And his, like, that was the last person she was meeting with Mm -hmm. per Justin. Okay. Anyways, all sorts of. All sorts of crazy. They would also state that his truck had no signs of a violent stabbing. Yeah, but... No DNA or blood anywhere. When did they finally get in touch with him? Right? Yeah. I don't know. Because it never went into state when he was, you know, called in to an interview. Because if they didn't arraign him until 2013, like, that's a long time to... Mm -hmm clean out your car bleach your truck you know what i mean yeah and unless they think that she was murdered somewhere else and deposited in that location it's a hundred percent possible that she was murdered at that location outside yeah of his truck Mm -hmm. i mean the odds of him not tracking her blood or something like that back into the truck when he got out in to leave are slim But at the same time, he had plenty of time to clean it. Yeah. So, okay, go on. Okay. I've I've got a lot of questions, but go on. Well, I mean, that's – so they just – so what they were saying is there really wasn't any evidence connecting him to her besides – The DNA. The DNA. Yeah. Which if – He admitted that he – They had – Met up with her for, mm. for sex work. Yes. Yeah. So, it was a rough one. 
Yeah. The jury would deliberate for seven hours Mm -hmm. before finding him guilty of first-degree murder and would sentence him to life uh, without parole. Justin, would it be the last time we're going to hear from Justin? Mm -hmm. Okay. If you go on OSCN, uh, he's currently in some preliminary hearings on some felony charges. Okay. Which, if it goes to any trial or anything like that, will definitely let everyone know because What's I feel like for what are the charges? Can I say it if he's not been? I like I'm scared to say it. I don't want he's to. He's been publicly charged. Okay. If there, if it's out there, he's been publicly, he's been publicly charged. charged. Yeah. Okay. He's just awaiting trial at this point. Okay. So he didn't say the charges had been dismissed, right? See, I don't think so. That's I'm scared. I don't think it's been because they're set to hold a trial this month or in May. I think it was May of this year mm-hmm. is when a trial is supposed to be held. But he has been charged um, with four counts of sexual misconduct with a minor. Mm. So I don't know if anything will come of that. Gross. I didn't know if I could say that on here because I don't want to, like, I don't want to. He's been, if he's been formally charged and arraigned, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Okay. That just is what it is. We're not yeah. saying he's been convicted. He hasn't been convicted in a court of law, but he's been charged with these crimes. True. That's true. So. Anyways. That is the murder of Jamie Adams and her unborn child. So is this Seer guy, what's his first name? Joseph. Joseph. Mm-hmm. He's, he'll be spending the rest of his life in prison in Oklahoma. Correct. Um, Is his defense that he didn't do it? I mean, he just is like that it wasn't me? Yeah, basically. He's like, I, sure, I lied when you first asked me but i didn't kill this woman i had consensual sex with her but he doesn't have any evidence that he ever took her back to that mcdonald's parking lot after their transaction was completed right none of that is ever brought up anywhere hmm so it's just very weird it i think what made it so weird to me is which I'm sure it happens all the time. Obviously, it does. It's just being that relationship where your significant other is willing to help you um, promote yourself as a massage therapist, yeah, um, sex worker, and is 100% okay with their significant other going out and but doesn't do anything to put any measures in place to try to keep you safe or correct do anything like that that's what what i'm having an issue with as well because women that do this professionally um to make ends meet whatever it is Mm -hmm. typically they have some sort of safety protocol whether it's official or unofficial Mm -hmm. with someone and someone knows where they are someone knows who they're seeing yeah and it just really bothers me that he sent his wife to a mcdonald's parking lot and was like i'll see you later yeah 
for three dates or whatever and I'll see you later and never had any thought of like she's in a really vulnerable position. Correct. Maybe I should make this a better situation. Right. Yeah. You know? And none of that was ever, it was almost like, hey, I'll see you, you know, when you get done. <sighs> and when she didn't show up, then it's just, it, yeah, it's just not all making sense to me. It was very to problematic to me. So, yeah, it's just not all making sense to me at this point but that's okay okay so justin did he serve time for his part in this so the time served that he was so basically his his um charges were reduced to the manslaughter first degree and was reduced to time served did i say that correctly Oh, because he had already so, spent, like, three years sitting in mm-hmm. jail waiting for trial. Correct. Okay. So he was let out and just went on to live his life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is interesting. I I do remember this case. Mm-hmm. I really do. And... I remember thinking, like, at the time, like, oh, this is really sad that she went out and because for the longest time, everybody thought the husband did it. And it's like, why did that happen? But I didn't remember this outcome, probably because it took so many years to prosecute. But I didn't remember this being the outcome of it. Mm hmm. And I don't know if I buy it, frankly, but I'm not the one. So Yeah, I I think it was handled poorly, probably because she was a sex worker, more than likely. Yeah. I don't know. So mm. it's a it's a, it's sad for sure. Yeah. That was an interesting one, Shy. I know, right? Good job. Thanks, Shan. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore okay underscore pod